Yo, 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 you have now entered into the Millennials Lounge. We're your hosts. I'm your boy, Nick. And I'm your girl, Kay. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Wild Card Wednesday. You know what that means? Random questions, random topics, anything that may come to the mind. So... Just to backtrack, let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Versus battle. The versus battle between Monica and Brandy. Me personally, I believe that Monica won. Monica came out swinging. You know, she left everything out there on the table. I I don't know what she had on. You know, we couldn't tell if it was boots or pants. They were boots. It was boots? For sure. They said it was pants. No. People say it was pants. Pants and boots probably together. So. It's thing. Bants. So she had a superhero costume on. Bants. Bants? Bants. B-A-T. B-A-N-T. Mm-hmm. S. Boots and pants. Anywho. Mm-hmm. In the words of my man Franklin. For my wife and kids. So. I believe Monica won it. I believe Brandy does have some bangers. Uh, Brand- Brandy's vocals are amazing. I'll give her that. I just, I just really feel that Monica just had everything like on lock. That's just in my opinion. Now, there was a couple songs there where they matched. Uh, I would, what, what would you say? Like Angel of Mine. Have you ever? Have you ever? I want to say uh, sitting in my room. Uh, What's the, what's the, they um, have full moon and so gone. Okay. You can't compare those two. Yeah. But sitting in my room and just one of those days. Can you compare the two? I feel like you can, personally. Really? Status wise, sitting in my room is a banger. It but is. just one of those days is like something that hits in the hits in the streets. But every woman mm-hmm. can relate to can can relate to both of them. Okay. Well she also did, or they also did. I want to be down and don't take it personal. Another but tie. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they they had yeah. so many ties. I feel like there was no winner. You no can't way. make me choose between missing you and for you I will. I've cried to them both. I can't choose between before you walk out my life and sitting up in my room. It ain't going to happen. I feel like you can't. What would you pick? It was the two again. Before you walk out my life mm-hmm. and sitting up in my room. I'm going to say definitely. Exactly. You got you have too much hesitation. I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Monk. But I'm biased though. Sitting up in my room? Sitting up in my room definitely is a banger because she did it with Babyface. They're both bangers. But. I'm just saying I'm going with Monica. But you said you can't choose, but you just chose sitting up in my room. I can't choose. But you just did. No, I'm not going to let you give slight diss. I just said, but I said I'm I'm biased. Okay, okay, you admit it, okay. Yeah. So, with that being said, I'm going to go with Monica. Okay. Monica had the energy, but then Brandy just came out of nowhere and just started being aggravating and petty. She was really petty. A lot of shade, underhand shade. 
Yes. But what do we expect from Brandy? It's Brandy. They have two different brands, you know, styles of music. Brandy's a good girl. Monica is more from the streets around the corner, hood chick. And she owns it. Yeah. And and I, I, she is. I like Mo for that. But Brandy isn't going to change. She's about 40 now, so. They she, both about 40. But Right, but she's not going to change who she is. Her image. She, right, she cares okay. about her image that she's not going to allow herself to embrace womanhood as a 40-year-old woman. I give you that one. You I know? But overall, the battle was phenomenal. Like I said, you can't choose from so many songs. Um, from Slow Jam. Play another slow jam. This right. This time make it sweet. Oh, that was my jam right there. Put it down. They're not a comparison, though, but no, you can't not. compare those two songs. It's just too close. That's true. Angel in Disguise versus Should Have Known Better. Yeah. Hey, uh, Hey, she said, I didn't ask to go with you to Mexico. <laughs> all the women, I know all y'all women know that. <laughs> you ain't asked to go on that trip. I ain't asked you on this stuff. But you should have known better. You should have, but I can agree. Monica's songs touch me in a different way than Brandy's, but... In what way, though? Her emotions are raw. The music is real. Mm-hmm. She's very transparent. You can hear it in her voice. You can hear the Brandy's too, but to me, she's a little bit more um, pretentious, you know? She has an image, and I get that. She didn't want to spray away from her image. Okay. Correct. And I get that, but I appreciate the battle. I'm happy it happened. They're not BFFs. They're not friends. And it was really apparent. That's true. It was very forced. It was, and they admitted to that. I don't think Mo wanted to do it. I didn't appreciate Mo. Which Mo? The real Mo. Okay. Momo. Monica. Okay. Okay. I don't think she wanted to do it. I was a bit disappointed in how she gave C Murder a shout out. The whole free C Murder segment. It felt like a commercial. I was. Why are you disappointed? Not the platform for that. This was on Apple TV. They brought in in politics with uh, the intro. Kamala. Yeah. Kamala. Yeah, Kamala Harris. (laughs) Kamala. (laughs) You know, so I mean, that set the tone for it. It did, but for C Murder... We all know he's guilty. Even if he didn't pull the trigger in that incident, he has blood on his hands. So as a grown woman with three kids, even Rocco, she said, was wearing a shirt. Rocco, her son. It's inappropriate. What are you teaching your kids? And then Brandy to say that she'll support any way she can. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Kim Kardashian is helping Monica. We know they don't rock with the Kardashians anymore. I don't think nobody rocks with the Kardashians anymore. Well, based on the ratings on E E Network, going on like season a thousand, people are rocking with the Kardashians, heading and strong. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. Right. Yeah. So I just felt like she could have made a different announcement on her own page, but on a platform like this for a convicted felon that we know. He beat up his crew and he beat up a fan. A 16-year-old diehard fan. Whoa, 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 whoa. He, that, that boy didn't deserve that. But he didn't shoot the person, though. Sure, he didn't pull the trigger. But did he beat up the guy with his fist with his hand and he jumped him? Yes, he did. Do we have video proof? Yes, we do have video proof of that. Where is it at? On the internet of the actual fight. We shall see. Okay, but it's it's out there, though. We don't know who pulled the trigger. We can't determine that. People claimed he did back then, but now they're saying he didn't and someone else did. I mean, we've seen even on BET where the security guard 
from that was in the the No Limit Chronicles documentary, five parts on BT. He stated that C Murder didn't do anything. He pulled him away. Then he started trying to. He probably stomped on a little buddy Correct. a couple times. Correct. Okay. But he didn't shoot him though. Okay, so ooh, he didn't shoot him, but he still played a part in it. But to give him that type of conviction though. Again, I'm not arguing the fact that, that he didn't. We don't know who pulled the trigger. We don't know that. He said the guy, the security guard said he didn't pull the trigger. So who did? It had to be somebody in his a, crew. But it had to be somebody. But we don't know who. Right, but they also stating that the person who came and also the person who did shoot him came forward, and they disregarded his testimony. Where's the proof? All I'm they showed it on the documentary. Okay, I forgot that part. But all I'm going to say is. Whether he killed someone in the Cali with the Cali Oak Cali Oak project. Come on now, you gotta put some put some respect down there. In, in, We're not uh, from there, so in New Orleans. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Just put some respect oh, on, on Nola. Okay, okay, boo. Either way, his hands are dirty, and it's okay. He he's a street dude, but to have your kids advocating to stay free, a man who's done dirt in the streets, I don't agree with it. But hey. We can all agree to disagree. I'm not going to say they're negating the fact that he did dirt in the streets, but his conviction and his sentence, the sentence that he got was a little bit too much. Really? For what? Back then, they all said he he pulled that trigger. So he received a sentence of a killer of a murderer. They said he didn't pull the trigger. Back then? He was convicted for pulling that trigger. Because the security guard said that he felt like he was pressured to get Okay, that so statement. back then he received a sentence of a convicted felon of a, of a murderer. Fair enough. I get your so point. So to say that a murderer well, should get less in life? But there's people out here who commit who commit murder and you're they right. still get less and in life. You're right. And I don't believe in that either, but that's a, a different topic again. Yes, it is. Very different. But... Back to the topic of... Of Momo and Brandy. I still feel like... Point blank period. Monica won. Hands down. Brandy has great songs, great music, great vocals. I love her voice. The All the runs and everything. She did a, a very good job. They both did a very good job with song choice and song sequence. I feel as though... The chemistry probably could have been a lot more authentic... It wasn't going to be. Again, I feel like it could have been. It should have been a little bit more authentic. But Brandy became shady. You can tell Monica started off very open and free-flowing. But Brandy started trying to be uh, bossy. And you could tell. Trying to make it look as though uh, they're on the same page when obviously they weren't. They weren't. And um, Brandy's poems were a bit annoying. Yeah, too much. Too much for me. It was. It was. Um, Monica's energy shifted at one point. And it was apparent. After the second poem. <laughs> it was apparent. But I'm happy it happened for the culture. In the future, I really hope to see Mary J versus Tony. So Mary J. Blige versus Tony Braxton. I got Mary J. Blige over Tony Braxton. Again, another tough one. I got I got Mary J. Blige over Tony Braxton. I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. Tony Braxton got them bangers. 
She hit the in the on the song. That was that was Luther. like Luther, right? <laughs> hey, her voice that deep. But Ooh, okay, Anita Baker. Yeah, Anita okay. Baker, mm-hmm. Fire Queen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But just my personal opinion, I feel like Mary J. Blige will win that versus between her and Tony Braxton. It'd be a tough one for me. I'm a big fan of them both. Yes, I know. You're torn. <laughs> you you were torn torn over uh, Brandy and Monica. So correct. It'd be a tie again. Celebration. Zone, 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 zone. You already got it. So, moving forward from verses. Today's wild card Wednesday. Topic is what, boo? How much is too much for a first date? How much is too much for a first date? Okay. Well, for our first date, uh huh, you didn't pay. So, did not. Why well, didn't I? I didn't want you to. And why is that? I feel like on a first date, it should be equal. Ooh. I feel like I never want a man to have leverage over me mm. when it comes to finances. I can afford my for my food. We had Mexican food. Right. I can afford that. Okay. If we went out to Red Lobster, I can afford that. Movie theater, Froyo, I can afford I can pay for myself. I never wanted a man on the first date to say, well, I pay for this date. You owe me something afterwards. So because I paid, I have permission, essentially, to get in your pants. I can dig that. And a lot of men have that perspective. You're right. Like, I owe you now. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're yeah. not going to do that. That's true. Now, from my perspective... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, we went Dutch. You know, she paid for her. I paid for myself. Um, just to let you know, honey, that was not, not my intentions nor my uh, my motive. Hmm. So, I didn't have intentions on, you know, jumping into, uh, as Tommy would say, the draws, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I mean, I was cool with going, you know what I'm saying, you paying for you and me paying for me. Because uh, your boy just wasn't, uh, didn't have no money at the time. So, you know what I'm saying, I was out here doing what I had to do to make sure I had enough money <laughs> for that for that date on that particular night. <laughs> but uh, I would not spend no more than, if I had to pay for, for a young lady and we're going on a date for a first date, no more than $40. You and she or just? Me and her. Combined. Wow, so 20 each? Right. Including a tip or not including a tip? That's including a tip. Wow, so maybe 15 each? Right. Because you have tax, you have a tip. Right. Oh, I'll be drinking water. She can drink whatever she wants to. Yeah. Where are you going for a $15 meal? That's wherever she wants to go. Really? Yeah. Red Lobster, I don't think. Olive Garden, I don't think. Oh, uh, see? Well, that's when you start counting pockets. So, McDonald's? I'm confused. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, what what my man if you just say? Chicken wings and fries? <laughs> we don't go on dates. So, wing stop? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chicken wings and fries, you know. Pull up. <laughs> Lemon pepper. Sauce it up. <laughs> you know. I mean, I'm with it. But, nah, okay. So, I say like maybe uh, 50. 100. I say 50. 100. I'm not spending $100. Not on no first date. For the because both of you? For the both of us? No. Yeah. I'm not spending $100. A nice quality first date. I'm, 
for you for the woman to have the power to be like, no, I'm good. Fifty dollars is my max. Doing what though? Either a movie and dinner. So obviously, movie? obviously, we be, we would be communicating. So before COVID, movie movie cost. Movies at least cost twelve dollars for okay. one person before matinee. Now, okay. if you were cheap, do matinee movie five dollar ticket maybe. Cheap date, right? But, but even At, then, afternoon date. But even then, she might want popcorn and icy, some goobers, some oh, no, Ike no, no, and Mike's. No, 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 Mike no, no. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. You gonna eat before? Why? It's a date. Even then, what kind of date is a movie theater? How's it not a date? Movie dates don't even count. Why don't they? You're barely talking. You can't really vibe. How can you not? Because you're watching the movie. So it's what happens after that movie. It's what matters the most. Do you want to walk in the park? Do you get some frozen yogurt? Ice cream? Okay. You go to the mall? Even then, you're going to most likely dish out more money. Okay, so Uh I, I agree with you. Okay, $100. $100 as a safety net. Okay. Yeah. I give you that one. Safety net. That can mean 50 to 100, but safety net max, I think, will be 100. If you want to go to the movies and a nice restaurant. True, I'll give you that one. But, I, but it also depends on, like, how much do I like you? Well, for a first date, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, some guys feel as though, you know what I'm saying, there's a chemistry within conversation and I'm pretty sure that they've crossed paths. Okay. So traditionally, if a young man or a young woman cross paths, they both interact, blase blase, you know there's some type of attraction there. Right. Through communication and through indirect or direct flirting. And you can kind of gauge how this person is, is feeling feeling about you. You know, so guy gets the number, they exchange information, conversation takes place. And you can kind of tell throughout conversation, uh, as as long as the conversation is uh keeping that keeping both of them intrigued that you're gonna the guy or the girl will eventually gain more liking towards that person. So with the fellow, I feel as though depending upon how much they really like this person so will also show within the effort of planning this first date. Okay. And men don't always do that. That's true. Men keep it basic. Like you said, movie theater, restaurant. What else do y'all do? It depends. Every woman's different. Every woman's different. Some women may just be like, yo, let's go to the movies, chill, X, Y, and Z. Some women may be like, let's just go grab a bite to eat. Maybe have a drink and call it a night. Someone be like, take me this, that place in the third. Let's go do something interactive. Let's go drive go-karts. Let's play putt-putt. And that's where it's going to cost more money. Exactly. Let's go ice skating. Let's go laser tag. Let's go to Dave and Buster's. Which definitely is not a cheap date. Oh, yeah. But at the same token, that's where communication comes into effect. It's coming to the... Excuse me, into play. And... Those two single people both have to have that discussion. You're right. And I feel as though for my millennial brothers out there, don't be afraid to be transparent 
and saying, hey, you know, I had to take care of business. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had to pay a couple bills. Maybe you had to pay a couple bills, X, Y, and Z, and you really can't afford these particular things. Don't think that you don't have the money, but know that you're budgeting, and it's good also to have a budget. Know that you're budgeting uh, for your future and other and other plans down the line. So be be transparent, be a man about it, and just let them know up front, hey, I can't do this, that, and the third. And I feel like ladies should be able to do the same thing. I agree. I agree. Why is that? Why do I agree? Yeah, why do you agree? I believe in budgeting in general. Okay. So I believe, like you said, if you don't have the money, if a man only had $50 left in his bank account mm-hmm. until the next pay period, for one, you probably shouldn't be going on a date anyways. Right. That, that costs money. You know, you can find a more cheaper date, like a walk in the park. If you have a bike and shift a bicycle, go ride some bikes. Go feed the birds. Go to a festival, walk around. Go to a mall. You know, there's other free things to do in life. Go fly some kites. Buy a kite from the Dollar Tree for a dollar. Get some kites and fly them. But you know a lot of women, and sadly because of social media, that a lot of women don't think like that. You're right. It's sad. And I feel as though that because of that, it puts men of our generation as millennials and men coming after us in a spot to in a in a place that we have to fictionally be there already financially like give the roses pull up in a nice car and nice candlelit dinner and i understand so the so what i disagree about that i know this is all going to tie into you know how much to pay is that the image of being successful when it comes to thinking about everything in the first date, the image of being successful weighs more than the priorities in becoming successful. Hmm. So what you're saying is people are too caught up in the image and impressing other people. Mm-hmm. And I do find that men and women do that together collectively. But it's okay to stay within your your pay range. You know, if you're making 30K a year, again, don't ball out on a date, on the first date. That's true. You need to budget and prioritize. And find what's best fit for the both of you. And if she wants to go to, I don't know, like let's say Ruth Chris, or she wants these roses, a bouquet of roses that cost like $30 and... After dinner, she wants to go to a wine venue, a date that may cost an additional $50, you know, on top of dinner at an expensive five-star restaurant and three-star restaurant. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think you have to budget appropriately. I can dig that. And have that open conversation because communication is key. It really is. I mean, because, like, just to give y'all a little backdrop, a little backstory, uh, before me and Kay met, um, or, or actually our first date, uh, I had texted her and let her know pretty much, you know, Hey, this is what I got. This was going on X, Y, and Z. And she was cool with it. 
uh, to pretty much say, you know, okay, I'll take, she'll take care of herself and I'll take care of, uh, I'll take care of me. So we pretty much had that understanding going into it. Now, every woman ain't going to be like that, fellas. Because every woman, every, every woman's values and morals, uh, they align differently. So all I'm going to say is to my women and to my fellas, make sure you find somebody that line up to line up right with you before you spend all this money on the first date. Yeah, that's important. That's priority. But as millennials, a lot of us don't see it like that. A lot of us are so caught up in social media. That's very true. That's very true. And we care more about bragging about this grandiose experience than the actual purpose behind the first date. So what's the purpose behind the first date? To get to know someone who you are interested in. You know, many of us date for various reasons. Some date just because. I saw a post on um, IG not too long ago about a girl bragging about accepting a date for a free meal. Oh, but that's not that's not just social media. That's been going on it's for some It's real years. life. You're yeah, right. It, it's real life. Years. But it's sad, though. And that puts a lot of negative energy into men who have been in that situation. You know, it makes them feel like, why even spend money on you if I'm not even here from you tomorrow? And see, that's my point in saying $50 or $100. 50 to 100 Save that. It is. If you can afford going over 50 then I agree. But if you feel like you're just going on a date just because, then I wouldn't even recommend that. I do think... People should pay separately. Because it's a first date, so be fair. That's true. Now, maybe the second, third, fourth, fifth, and so on, then the man can pay for it. And then it could be, you know, $100 plus, or however you see fit. But I think from the beginning, it should be about equality and fairness. That man can buy you a bouquet of roses. And you can still pay for your own meal. That's true. Like you said earlier, the man may not have it. So do you want that man to hurt financially for your own satisfaction? Some women do. Yeah, that's pretty selfish. But you're right. Some women do. You're right. But a lot of men have have that pride to be or carry on again as though they have it all together. When really you're hurting financially. Mm-hmm. So that I feel like, even as millennials, that's something that we have to stop. Like it's okay that we don't have it all together right now. Right, and many of us don't. Right. So to give off the image of I'm successful, uh, even though you may be really, you may be really doing good for yourself, but brother, take care of your finances and, and work on your own kingdom before you try to expand it. So again, how much is too much for a first date? I'm saying fifty to hundred dollars. Safe net. So what's too much? Over a hundred dollars on a first date. Unless you bring it in uh forty to fifty K at the bank. Well with no kids and no of course. Yeah, no kids, all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
40 to 50, you know, $100. Well, unless you got multiple streams of income. Hey, you know, our, our uh, generation as millennials are definitely uh, learning how to develop more streams of income. For sure. So, hey, if you can afford it, you can afford it. But for me, I'm not paying over $100 for, for a first date. Okay. I think we can agree on that. I do think a hundred is too, uh, anything over one hundred is too much, but I think again we have to be real with ourselves and say, "Hey, what can I afford?" and communicate to the person that what I'm going through right now, I can only afford so much, or even try to find dates that are within that pay range. True. Hey, I know it's COVID, but I'm sure they still got uh, Groupons going. Oh, Groupons came in handy for us. Yo, they definitely did. You was on it. Yeah. Cause I saw nothing. I Groupon was not my friend back in the day. Yes, and there's nothing wrong with Groupon. They sure. have concert tickets. Well, they had concert tickets. You know, scavenger hunts, paint and sip, laser tag, ice skating, haunted houses. Mini golf. Right. You know, mini golf, putt, putt golf. So many different things were on Groupon. You can always have fun on a budget. And I think we forget that piece. You, you can have a fun date on a $30 budget. But it depends on what you like and what you want to do. That's very true. I can dig that. I can dig that. So, I think we've come to an agreement today that... Anything over 100 is too much. But the key point that we want to communicate, though, is know how much you can afford, create a budget, which will help you out with that, and communicate what and what you're willing to spend and what's available in that bubble. Due to COVID, there are so many restrictions which we can do, but you can always go outside, go to a park, Rent bikes. Go fly a kite. Have a picnic. Have a picnic. Oh, man. You know, watch the sunset. Play music outside while watching the sunset. You know, it's more about the vibe. The finances shouldn't even play a key in the first date. The the cost of a first date shouldn't even stop you from pursuing more dates with the person. The vibe is what, what matters the most. Go somewhere and watch a virtual concert on your phone. True. Sure, I know we uh <laughs> for a uh, couple of dates we used to buy some chicken from Farm Fresh and uh no, that was after church. I mean, no, we did it on Saturdays too. No, power come out on Sundays. Oh, okay, after church. So we did go. it on Sunday. So that was like our our routine date. Once we got after our second, third, fourth date after start, church. Yeah, after church on Sunday, we go buy some fried chicken, chicken some a couple Hawaiian of sides, rolls, some, some uh some Hawaiian rolls. I pulled up the iPad. Cooked it up to the system in the car, and we had our own little movie date. We sure did. Well, power date. Power date. You know. Yeah. But uh, COVID has definitely made uh, made ways uh, for us as men and young women to be more creative when it comes to dating. So just don't limit yourself to the the monetary things that you have to go spend money on. Be creative. Again, like Kay said, go uh, have a picnic. We're going to Groupon. It's, I mean, it's, it's so many different things now. People are working around COVID. There's so many different things you can still do. 
So just don't limit yourself. Know what you know what you can't afford. And I mean that's pretty much it. Fellas, don't spend no more than a hundred dollars if you can. Period. Two. And ladies, if he can't afford it, can't afford Red Lobster, Olive Garden, at the moment, don't discount him. Because who knows when or if you might struggle as well. Hey, you're what Kanye said. He gonna make it to a beans out of the Datsun. <laughs> he got that ambition, baby. Look at his eyes. <laughs> now, if he's a bum, don't have a job, don't want to work, that's a little different. But if he's hit a short, rough patch, we cannot. We all can potentially hit those short, rough patches. So that's true. Let's not judge and let's try to understand. But that man should also plan the date and give her the same respect that's due, even if he only spends thirty or forty bucks. I agree with that. So yeah. Again, you are in the Millennials Lounge. We are your hosts, Nick. And Kay. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon. Happy Saturday. Welcome back to the Millennials Lounge. I know it's been a crazy week, but you've made it to the weekend. We made it to the weekend. It's nothing better than being off of work. Shout out to everybody who has to work on the weekends. I know you don't want to be there, but you grinding. We appreciate we appreciate your grind, and I'm pretty sure that your loved ones appreciate it as well. I've been there. I don't want to go back to work on weekends, but we appreciate you. Your loved ones appreciate it, and we know that you're working hard for a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. So I always believe that. So. It's Saturday. Yes. A lot has happened all the way down to this day. Mm. You know, Big Sean dropped a new album yesterday. I haven't had a chance to listen to it called Detroit 2. I heard it's pretty dope. He had a track on there with Nipsey Hussle, the late and great Nipsey Hussle. I believe he has Eminem on there, a big a big track. I believe 42 Doug on there, Before I Go Broke Like Jock, that 42 Doug. Wow, okay. Yep. Uh, I feel like, who else is on that album? He had a, he had a lot of features on there. Erica Badu was on there, I believe. Most Def was. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but he, it sounds like it's like he has some pretty good pretty good tracks. But I've heard mixed reviews. Some people say it's trash. Some people say you know it's pretty good. But you know there I'm gonna give my review on the next episode. But that's one of the things that that's recently happened. See, he teamed up with Metro. Uh, Metro, Metro Boomin. Okay. Want some more? Okay, okay, okay. So we'll see. It's a sequel to his 2012 Detroit mixtape. Okay. Which was pretty dope. So we'll see. You know, it just came out. So like Nick said, we'll have to listen to it and give a good review on it. Um, the next episode, like you said, Erica Badu, Stevie Wonder, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Janae Aiko, which is pretty dope. His booth their, their relationship okay. is pretty dope at mine from afar. Yep, 2088. Um, yeah, you know, so we'll have to check that. Um, was it mixtape? His album? Yep. You have to check it out. Check the album out. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's definitely going to be the topic of discussion next episode. Also, my boy John Morant from South Carolina won Rookie of the Year. Okay. 
Yep, yep. Jaja. Oh, no, not Jaja. But, yeah, he put on, you know, plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, had a stellar year, almost took his team to the playoffs, and has really, you know, took the took the lead by storm and has had has made a presence and a statement that he's not going nowhere. He's going to be in the league for a long time. So shout out to that young man right there. Also, Montrez Harrell from the Los Angeles Clippers won six men of the year, hmm. was actually a big accomplishment because uh, he was traded a couple of times. But for his team, he's definitely made an impact. So congratulations to him. Who does he play for? Uh, the Clippers, Los okay. Angeles Clippers. Yeah, so he's definitely uh, doing big things, and he's found a home uh, with that team. He used to play with the Houston Rockets, but they let him go. Hmm. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty shocked, and I know that Houston – uh, it's probably missing him on this on their roster. So like an underdog. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Underdog story. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely on his way, on his way to being something good. Um, yeah. So what 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 else is happening? The playoffs. Okay, the playoffs. Oh, Miami is up three zero on Milwaukee. I am very shocked to see what Jimmy Butler has done with this Miami Heat team. They're so young. He's a veteran, and they they're just really shocking shocking the world right now. Giannis has not been the Giannis he's supposed to be. That you like? I mean, yeah, Giannis is a is a awesome is an awesome star, awesome superstar, former league MVP. Uh, I do feel as though he has not performed as though he should, but I believe that part of that is is from him possibly leaving. After this season in free agency, a lot of speculation is about him going to Golden State. Some say he may end up in Miami. We don't know where he may go, but I believe he will be leaving Milwaukee. Really? Yep. I don't see him staying in Milwaukee. Hmm. Why would you stay? They he can't. They've built a team around him, essentially like Philadelphia did for Ben Simmons. And Joel and B because neither one of them can shoot. Okay. So really, it's time for Giannis to be to find a better team, I guess. Right. You're saying one that's already built, maybe. Possibly, yes. Okay. Because I've I've heard that some Richard Jefferson, uh, who's an analyst for ESPN, said that Giannis is more of a Scottie Pippen and he needs a Michael Jordan. I felt like that was like a blow. Because I read that. But someone also said LeBron was Scotty for D Wade. Mm. I'm not going to say that. Okay. I'm not going to say that because when LeBron got to Miami, D Wade handed over the torch. He did. So you he can't did. say that that LeBron was a Scotty to Dwayne Wade being Jordan. That that was not the case. <laughs> Dwayne Wade was injury prone. Trying to carry it, couldn't carry a team after his first championship in 06. So yeah, like LeBron is, yeah, LeBron is not a, it's not a, a Pippen. You know, he's a Le, he's a LeBron. He is. Uh, what he, a, he clapped back and said that. Yeah, he said, "Why, well, you know, I'm over here minding my business. business yeah. So why are you even trying to bring me into this conversation? Yeah. And I had nothing to do with it. Granted, he's one of the greatest of all time that we've ever seen." So LeBron is LeBron. He's no Scottie Pippen. Okay. He's not. Anything else happen in sports? No, that's about it. Uh, outside of the Houston Rockets beating L.A. Well, if you're saying that Giannis might move, time to get some merch. 
So where do you think he's gonna go to get that merch? I don't know, but if he leaves, all his merch from the Bucks will definitely go on sale. I mean, you know it's gonna sell out fast on the Nike app. <sighs> Nike app, you have fanatics though. Yep. Yep. So people team sleep, store. Right. Yep. People sleep on fanatics in the team store. I don't know why, but if they don't have it on Nike app, those who normally do have the gear. True. True. Same same type of gear. Yep. So what's happening on, on the entertainment side? Entertainment side. Man, so much is happening. One, I'm super hyped, but disappointed that it's happening right now. The Usher announced his residency in, in Las Vegas mm. in 2021. That's big. It is. As someone who's seen him perform live, Usher's a performer. I mean, he just gives his all in concerts, the lights, everything. So I can only imagine what Vegas would be like. Oh, definitely be lit. But Vegas during COVID. People still going to Vegas in COVID. You're right. Hopefully they'll people, have a... People are still going to Miami in COVID. And it's ridiculous, you know. But hopefully they'll have a shot, um, vaccine or antibodies or something, which will allow us by then to live a little bit normal like we like we know it as. Because I, I would love to go see Usher. What's your, what's your favorite Usher song? That's tough. All right, what's your top, your top three Five, Usher oh, songs? Top three, okay. Top three. That's so tough. I love Usher. Like, I have caught up going through my mind right now. Um, <sighs> so the, the intro to Confessions, I mean, like, or the interlude, like. Okay. Uh, What's your top three? I can't pick three. You got to pick three. I cannot. I refuse to. You refuse to? I refi- refuse. This is not a, there's no, there's no option. Like, you got to choose three. I can't. Your top three Usher songs. You put me on, on spot. I mean, I, you name yours. I'm definitely going to say uh, Superstar. Okay. On the Confessions album. Okay. Uh, you Don't Have to Call. Okay. Fire. And definitely uh, Confessions Part 2. Okay. Those are my top three. And I can sprinkle in my way. Okay. And you remind me. Classics. Yep. Hmm. Okay. I like There Goes My Baby. Okay. I still like the intro to Confessions. I don't know why. It's not a song per se, but it's it's still pretty fire. If it's on the album, it's a song. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Oh, you remind me. I forgot about that one. Climax. Okay. I'll show with the falsetto on that. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Because they definitely had a little climax challenge. Woo! Like, one of the best falsettos. I'll give you that one. On a song. Yeah, I mean, there goes my baby, Climax. And I'll say Superstar. But even the Superstar interlude is pretty dope, too. So, I mean, the whole Confessions album, I mean. This is probably the best album of all time. It is. Oh, his best album or what do you mean? Usher's best album? So what do you think Usher's best album is all time? No, I don't know what you said. Yes. I think Usher's best album. Yeah, that's Usher's best album all time. Unless you want to say 8701. But Confessions is like on a whole I, I agree. Level. I can hear Confessions straight through every day. Yeah. No skip. So even the interludes are fire. Right. The intros are fire. So I'll give you that. Okay. 
Okay, so yep, Usher's getting that bag in 2021. What? Oh, Yaya Mayweather. Allegedly, she's pregnant. Oh, my goodness. I think it's just so sad the way that she's going down. But it shows that no matter how much money your parent has, the fame, the reputation, they still might not be there present physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually as a parent that you need them to be. I, I can dig that. Money doesn't bring happiness. It doesn't. Somehow, and poor, her poor daddy, he can't even read. You know, how how are you a millionaire mm-hmm. and can't read? Hey, there's That's, a lot of millionaires out here who didn't go to college. You're right, but you should be able to read without a, without a degree. Think about how many pro athletes out here that probably can't read. That's sad. LeBron James, probably one of them. Okay, we, we'll never know. I'm not going to say LeBron can't read. I think he has difficulty. Okay, if you check the last episode, Kay stated that LeBron is out here being a fraud because he had the Malcolm X autobiography in his book. <laughs> autobiography of Malcolm X. In his hand. Yeah, in his hand. And the reporter asked him, like, what do you think? How are you enjoying the book so far? Oh, it's really interesting. Yeah, uh, and he didn't even start reading it. So uh, go back and check that last podcast, but what else you got? But yeah, Yaya Mayweather, I mean, being pregnant allegedly, again, by an NBA young boy, he already has seven other kids. It's just sad. She's young. She already caught charges for stabbing one of his uh, other boo things. Cocky bonds. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know, and just seeing her kind of go down, you know, it's sad to see. So I really hope she's not pregnant. I guess we'll see. If so, that would be his eighth child. Hey, you ain't got to pay child support once you hit 10. You're right. Hello. Maybe he's, wow. Hmm. He might be trying to finesse. I don't know. You know, but the biggest thing, I guess, for me that has caught my eye this week, um, aside from it almost being a week since Chadwick has passed away, which is still so tough to even realize you know mm-hmm. but i love that people want to build a memorial for him and anderson yep you said whoopi goldberg mentioned building a wakanda theme park yeah to, with uh disney i don't think the wakanda theme is okay why not i think black panther is a little bit better wakanda is black panther though but you can't that, have black panther without wakanda but i'm saying for marketing purposes black panther Unless you want to see... Wakanda is, is... People are doing the Wakanda Forever sign. So what makes you think that having a Black Panther theme portion of Disney would be any different from having a Wakanda theme? So Wakanda's our thing. So what's our thing then? What do you mean by our thing? Black culture. Right. So the moment you commercialize Wakanda in a theme park... Mm-hmm. Where everyone's like, welcome to Wakanda. What did she do today? I went to Wakanda. Like, you're now breaking out and welcoming other cultures into something that was meant for our culture. When Black Panther came out, we came out with, if you had a fro, if you have natural hair, you came out strong with your natural look, with your daishiki, with your African print. You came out representing. So imagine that. And Disney, not even, but even Universal Studios. 
it's not called Black Panther. It's called Wakanda. I don't know how I would feel about that. So you feel like it would, it should be more centered towards Black Panther because it's more more general. It's it's more like yeah, it's more general in order besides of Wakanda because Wakanda is is strictly African culture. Correct. Okay. You can easily slip into stereotypes into Wakanda, but Black Panther, they must stick solely to the movie or the comics. They have to have rides to replicate the scenes. They have to have a tiger, like the costumes. It's a panther, not a tiger. That's a, the, the attire. The attire has to be... The a- attire, like the costumes okay. that they wore in the movie. Why would they have to wear that? They can just have shirts. Like, sell them. Oh, okay, okay. Merchandise. Right, right. You know, like, to kind of market off of Black Panther the movie and not a fictional place in Africa. Universal did one with Harry Potter's thing. Right. It's not called... mm, It's not not, not Hogwarts. Right. But what's the name of it, though? It's not called Harry Potter Land. No, but it's like called the the world of uh, wizard. Um, we should know this. We went to it. Yes, we did. We had the the but uh, the beer. What yeah, the butter ball? beer. The butter beer. Yeah, the butter beer. <laughs> butter ball. The butter ball beer. <laughs> You're funny. So, yeah. what is your point about Harry Potter? My point is they didn't just do a Harry Potter. It was Harry Potter themed. Yes, yeah, called the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Right. Not Hogwarts. Do you get what I'm saying? So you saying if that's the, if they did something like that, it should be more like King T'Challa's kingdom, like a like like a ride, King T. So just a just a ride, not a whole. No, I'm saying they they can have rides surrounded or included in that park that focuses on the Black Panther theme and not the Wakanda theme. Black Panther, but Harry Potter. They did the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. They were able to make other rides around that theme park, around that theme of Harry Potter. But if that's the case, then how else would you be able to do that without having Wakanda? Because the... The, the his... theme park would be Black Panther. But why would it be Black Panther? You can have Black Panther themed the, rides The same way they Wakanda. have Spider-Man. The same way they had uh, SpongeBob. Themed rides. No, they had SpongeBob themed parks. Right. Okay. Right. The right. same thing. Spider Man. Why would you? So, why would you aim it right to Wakanda? So I feel like your your stance on this is don't don't exploit Black culture right. with Wakanda. Right. Okay. It's bigger than that for commercial purposes for us as people. But if you look at it though, they already did it once they put the movie out. Yes. But so, it wasn't called Welcome to Wakanda. It was called the Black Panther. Yes, I understand that. So create a but Shuri ride. Create a Black Panther ride. Within, like, within, I'm saying it's okay. And you do, you can do all of that and put it within Wakanda. I can see that going left. And I what? can see a lot of people being offended by Wakanda and feeling comfortable at that point. But why would they be offended? Because let's be we, honest. Us, why, our people. Right. Why would we be offended? Because they're exploiting African culture? 
at that point, yes, for other people. They've been doing it for they years. They have been. But how would you feel seeing someone else say, I went to Wakanda today? You'd be okay? Why would You'd I be feel? okay if they sold fried chicken in Wakanda? If they sold fufu and jollof rice in Wakanda? What are they going to sell? You tell me. I'm telling you. I'm asking. What are they going to sell? I don't know what they may Okay, sell. daishikis. And a, a little boy carries out a daishiki souvenir. Some fufu and, and jollof so saying, rice and so fried again, chicken and macaroni and cheese. So again, you're saying that your stance is don't exploit black culture at the expense of Wakanda. Correct. Okay. Black Panther, it would just be made up stuff like Wakanda is a is a fictional. But people can place. easily make it real based on what's happening in Africa or African or black culture. You can easily attach that. I forgot what food they even ate in the movie. We don't even know what they ate in the movie. They rarely ate in the movie. All I remember is Black Panther, you know. That, that was the purple flower. They're going to have that, I'm for sure. That'd be a little drink. What do you think they did with the butterbeer? You're right. But they also had foods to match that that we saw in the Harry Potter movie. What, turkey legs? Right, like butterbeer. But they didn't have much food, from what I can recall, from the movie. So they have to now make up fictional food to match Wakanda and not Black Panther? I'm just saying. Let's okay. just hope we have Black Panther world. We'll agree to disagree. We, we can. I'd appreciate Black Panther. <laughs> the world of Black Panther. And have a Shiri ride. Have but a, you can't have that without, well, without Wakanda. Uh, I, I see what you mean. You can't I, have I that without Wakanda. Mean. But I'm saying I don't want it to be called Wakanda. I'd rather be called Black Panther. I don't know. Black Panther Land? That sounds stupid. So, uh, okay. Black Panther Land sounds stupid. So let them call you it what? Wakanda, and I want to see how people are going to react. People are going to react, period. That ain't never stopped. Disney made, Disney made how much How much money over off of uh, Black Panther in the box office? Off of, how, off of action figures? Off of t-shirts? I hope you realize when it's in an amusement park, it's on a different scale at that point. Okay. Harry Potter world sold what wands, the robes, I mean the cloaks, the the hats. Okay, we're just gonna agree to disagree. Oh, we can because there's no, it's, it's really no mutual ground on this okay. because you want uh, the world of Black Panther, but you don't want it to be called Wakanda. That makes no sense because Wakanda was the fictional city. Country. I, I get what you're saying. Like you have now entered Wakanda. Thank you. I just feel like Wakanda's our thing. Wakanda's so personal to us, and Black Panther stood more for us than just it being another superhero. I mean, that's true. I'll give you that one. So I just don't want it to be portrayed in the in the wrong light or people to take it as just another superhero or to see them sell stereotypical foods within that actual theme park. That's all that I'm saying. I don't want to see ride attendants crossing their arms across their chest saying, welcome to Wakanda. Like, do you get what I'm saying to you? Or throwing up a what fist you, saying, welcome to Wakanda. Well, you know, there's people out here who just go to work and just do their job in their place where they're placed. But I if, would, they, if, if now, Disney tells now, them to do that to make it feel like Wakanda, then what? Hey. Part of getting the bag. Mm, okay. People gonna do what they gotta do. To All get that right. Check. 
All so right. you tell, so you telling me if you worked at Disney and they put you that's in in the I'm in, saying as a guest. I, I know that's what I'm saying. So if you go in there, so if you attend Disney and you just so happen to see someone of another of another race as a ride attendant, tell everybody cross your arms and say Wakanda forever. You will feel some type of way, and that's just their job. I think at that point it's culture appropriation. What do you think Harry Potter was? Cultural appropriation. From who? England. But it's a fictional movie. Oh, and what is and what is Black Panther? <laughs> Yada. <laughs> so with that being said, next, what is next? Oh, yeah. Next. I can just see it, and I have no problem seeing little kids and grown adults. We you know crossing their arms i don't want to come off as if i'm not open to diversity and nothing like that but i'm just saying that i don't want it to go left and we know that our people have been stereotyped judged and mistreated for for years for decades for centuries going back to slavery and i don't want people to get too comfortable do you get what i'm saying i get you and I can see that just going left we already live in the dangerous world we're already having to feel like we're not protected we're not cared about. Our lives don't matter. And here you are now in my face and barking in my culture again. We constantly see that. That's all I'm saying. But more power to Disney. I hope they do a nice tribute for Chadwick if it does happen. I'm here for it. Fair but enough. now today's climate is such a sensitive topic. That's all. Fair enough. What does happen in entertainment news? Well, while we're on the topic of sensitivity, okay. again, justice for Breonna Taylor. Yes. Arrest those police officers. They need to be arrested. There's so much dirt within her case. It's just sad. It's sickening. It's a lot of corruption. A lot of corruption. You know, I read that the police, of course, previously stated that no one had a body cam on there's no footage of what happened but guess what now all of a sudden guess what it's a body cam oh it's a body cam at least one officer had on a body cam yep (sighs) i feel as though was the ag the attorney oh yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i may i may have his name wrong i don't know his name right off but him as a black man understanding the situation him not bringing those police officers to justice not having them arrested or tried you are slipping and you are failing you are failing to act on behalf of the citizens of louisville whether they are black or white it's sad and i and i hate that we had to lose a black queen that way rp rest in power to rihanna taylor but the fact that you are failing to act and not not using your power and your privilege as a black man to be able to do something in your community. Man, he was celebrating with his fiance. Yep. He had a whole engagement party. He could care less. You're right. He could care less. I feel like he probably sold his soul. He sold he sold out. He sold out because he he, he just not doing his job. He's not. He's a black man in a political position. In a predominantly, well, his, his state, historically, red state. Yep. What else can you expect? I don't expect justice, and it's sad. Um, 
It's sad. It is. It definitely is. It's sad, and they're trying to now smear her name by saying that her house was targeted because she was involved with her ex-boyfriend, who was a known felon and drug dealer, and that he had her home as his home of record. And they're trying to now say that she was involved with, with the the whole drug deal and conspiracy. And it's just sad. It's sad how they're really trying to taint the picture, paint the picture, and taint her name as if she deserves what happened to her and she did not. So again, justice for Brianna Taylor. It's a sad time in yes, the world. Yes, it is. Every day we watch the news going online. Something else has happened. Literally. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hmm. Yeah, it's just sad, you know. When will it stop? We found a fun fact last night. About Alabama. Oh, yeah. So, just two years ago, a county in the state of Alabama just, and let me put the emphasis on just, just desegregated one of their schools. If not, I believe it's their high school. In 2018, just desegregated. Let that marinate on you. Let that sit in your mind. For those people who are listening and you believe that segregation was just so, was 100 100 plus years ago, no. Segregation ended in 1954. That's not that long ago, people. It's not. And for a county in the state of Alabama to finally become desegregated in 2018, which is only two years ago. We have to progress. It was Sumter, Sumter County, Sumter County in Alabama, just desegregated in 2018. This should let y'all know it's going to take time for the change to happen. Because we still have people in this world that have a one-track mind when it comes to racism and segregation and equality. It's going to take time, but I believe it will change. Children are speaking up against their parents because they know it's wrong. Social media is a beast. It is. And I just read that the county... Sumter County in Alabama, 76% of its population consists of black citizens. Wow. 76%. And yet the public schools are more than 99% black. That's crazy. Except the white students in that county go to other schools, like private academies. Wow. And 20 18 this was happening and i'm sure that tone is still the same just because you've integrated doesn't mean much right it doesn't mean the attitude of racism 
bigotry goes away. Those kids who were five, six, seven, eight, even babies in 2018 are now two years older. And whatever hatred was put into their heart to believe that it's okay to be segregated, they're going to pass it on to their kids. And I hope and I pray that at least one child breaks that cycle. Because historically in Alabama, they don't. That's true. But I will hope and pray that they do. Yeah. Because it's sad. It's really sad. But on a brighter note, we don't want to get too deep into that. Right. We know we have two good shows coming out this weekend. All right. The season finale of Pea Valley. Down in the valley. Oh, that's enough. I can't say too much. We sense it. <laughs> and we have the the, the power new, okay book two the debut yeah of, season premiere. No, nah, it's not Ghost. Was it Tyreek? It's Tyreek time. You already know Ghost died. Well, you know the blog say that he's still living, but hmm. you know because I ain't had no funeral for uh for James St. Patrick. We saw the will. Hey, he could have faked his death, but that would be you right. Him too much. Yeah, but we shall see, though. We shall see. So, P Valley finale. Yeah. Uncle. I don't say uncle murdered. <laughs> Might as well. They go together. <laughs> uncle. uncle Clifford and Lil Murder. <laughs> nah. Lil Murder get straight out the mud. <laughs> His, uh, their date was romantic. Underneath oh, the stars in the car. Under the stars, under the stars. Right, with the stars. Said, okay. Let me take you somewhere. Oh. That boy said, where you gonna where you gonna take me, boy? Anybody out here? <laughs> now you know they ain't gonna have us out here by uh with each other. <laughs> yeah, that was romantic. We saw a different side of him. You know, him being in his emotions. We don't see that much of little murder. Not little murder. L- little murder. Yeah, yeah, put some Lil. Put some put some uh, some stank on it. We don't see too much of that. So I was shocked to see him being romantic. Definitely. But how do you think uh, power will go? Well, what about P Valley? Uh, we know what's gonna happen in P Valley. What's gonna happen? I think Mercedes gonna kill uh, Haley, uh boyfriend. You think Mercedes will? Okay, yeah. I thought Haley might have been the one. Nah, Haley too fidgety. She got she just got away and started scamming. Okay. Uh, I feel like you know in my cricket letter, cricket letter, I mid 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 Mississippi mid Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's gonna continue to use her social media platform and uh tag team with Lil Murder to make his way and make his make her brand bigger but also help him on the rise. But the tricky thing is as for the second season, will his relation will Lil Murder's relationship with Uncle Clifford finally get exposed to the public. Because as we've seen in this previous episode his manager saw them. Uh-huh. And he told him, don't let that right. mess up the you bag. You better watch out, basically. Exactly. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how they end this next uh, this next episode the and the season finale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they end the season. Looking forward to that. I like seeing Corbin and his brothers. Mm. 
they bring a different dynamic to the show and it's uh they bring a historical dynamic to the they, show. They they do. Yeah. They do, you know. And the way that they treat him yet he still half their blood. Right. You know, and I guess he has to remain loyal because they outnumber him. You know, um, Uncle Clifford went over to his house asking for help. Or mm-hmm. no, he no, called he Uncle was, Clifford over. Yeah, asking for help. Right. But Clifford was looking for help. But Corbin didn't. Corbin didn't want to budge off of the deal, off the leasing deal. Right. Financially. Right. Though Corbin's Corbin's mind is in the right direction for longevity and generational wealth to build that because of where he came from being half half white and half black being being that his mother is the maid of the man who owned the land that he that he now works on that he owns that he inherited from his father like it's just a it's a real good storyline but i just feel as though it's going to be interesting to see will he eventually budge i would hope so because uncle clifford has done a lot for him Mm -hmm. and he's and corbin has blown a lot of money Mm -hmm. at the paint Mm -hmm. yeah i think he's going to budge when i don't know but i think we'll see that yeah we shall see and it's definitely good to see loretta loretta devine yeah on screen and definitely Isaiah Washington. Oh man, the mayor. Yeah, I couldn't stand him in uh, Love Jones. Couldn't stand him in that movie. Why not? I didn't like him in Love Jones. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I thought people really couldn't stand Bill. No, my bad. Bill Bill Bellamy. I was like, my bad. I got him confused. My bad. (laughs) My bad, y'all. I know my '90s movies. I know my '90s movies. I just I got the characters mixed up. His character was pretty chill, more mature. His wife left him with their son. True. That was Isaiah Washington's role. True. The mature, well, mature friend. But he was, I forgot. We got to go back and watch it. What? He wasn't what? He did something, though, for her to leave. His wife left him for a reason. I can't remember what the reason was. I believe he lost his job or quit. I can't remember which one it was. Okay. But needless to say, it's just good to see Isaiah Washington and Loretta Devon back on screen. It is good to see them. They were never on screen together. But they were in the show. That's okay. the point I'm trying okay. to make. That's all that's the that's the point I'm trying to make. Is that it's good to see them back on back I on mean Loretta's never left. Well she took a little sabbatical. From what? When? Oh, you're right, because she was on family, family reunion. reunion. <laughs> Netflix definitely needs to bring that show back. I'm waiting on that with Tia uh, Mari mm-hmm. and the other guy. I can't, I can't forget his name. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. The former football player. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. a good show. Yeah. Definitely is. So. Now to Power Book 2. Power Book 2. I don't know what to expect. I'm just trying to. We do know what to expect. Tariq is in school. We know we have Mary J. Blige. Method Man will be in the show. Right. It'll be about now Tariq. Basically, basically becoming the new ghost. True. Met the man's a lawyer, right? 
I believe so, yes. And Mary J is... Queen Pen. Correct. So, we know what it's somewhat about. We'll wait and see uh, how they're going to introduce the new characters. I know they're working on Tommy's spinoff. Yeah, I'm ready for that one. I'd much rather see Tommy. That's going to take place definitely in California. Right, yeah. So, that's going to be a whole other beast going from the east to the west coast. It will be. I'd much rather see Tommy formulate a new crew possibly two bit get out rather than seeing Tariq being in high school still on a come up Tasha locked up he in college now Tariq in college and when he had a diploma he already graduated oh child I just forgot we didn't see graduation hey well then according to the storyline he already graduated okay wow okay I would have appreciated graduation well he may still be in high school okay but just, oh, he's going to a, another private school. That's right, why. he's in high school. Okay. His father said he has to get a degree to get this money. and You remember? Right. In the will. the will. Yeah. So, yeah. we'll see that. And I'm, a, I'm not excited. Like I said, I, I really am mad that they divided Tommy into his own spinoff. Which they should have. They should have. Tommy brought the smoke to power. He did. Tariq is cool and all, but Tommy brought that edge tommy was crazy but we don't know the type of edge that's gonna happen in this in this next book though we don't know yeah you're right so it's just so it's, it's a lot that that could possibly unravel itself in this new chapter and they have the italian mob but i don't think they're gonna bring them back because uncle benny died and it, they killed off a lot of good characters to want to bring out off a spinoff do you know what i mean yeah, I get you. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, you have to give. I guess you have to give people something fresh, because Vincent is still there. I'll, did Vincent die? No. Yeah, Vincent is still there. So that that storyline is still there between him and Tariq. Okay. Uh, I don't know the story how they're going to connect Mary J. Blige in and Method Man in. Well, but, old girl from his school at Choke, Choke. Uh, the young lady who was helping him push the drugs. We don't know who she was texting. And they may or may not bring that into this uh, spinoff show. But remember, she had a plug yeah, that somewhere. she was texting. Yeah, giving him, Right, giving them updates on yeah. Tariq and what he had mm-hmm. going on. So who knows what that was, Mary J. Blige. It could be, but we don't know. We shall see. We shall see. I'm looking forward to it. And lastly, um, Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah. I heard it. It's a really good show. I'm loving the show right now. I'm loving everything that they're doing uh, with the the, the the black sci-fi feel. I heard that the book is actually really good and that the show lines up pretty well with the book. Haven't read the book. I would love to read it, but it's it's just so, so good. Very suspenseful. Very suspenseful. Jonathan Majors is doing a great job. What's his, uh, okay. Journey Smollett? Yeah, Journey Smollett. Oh, Journey Smollett-Bell. Yeah, excuse me, Miss, Mrs. Uh, Smollett-Bell. Uh, she's doing a, a great job. I feel like this is like her redemption, really. I, I don't think she's ever went anywhere, but she's really state, making a, a statement playing the role that she is. Uh, she is. It's like a black America, American horror story. Yeah. Because there's thriller in that sci-fi but yeah, there's also a deeper meaning about our history. It is. It definitely is. You know, like last week's episode was really dope. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the ancestors were coming out and... I mean... Uh, yeah, taking back everything that that the devil stole. That was the song they played. Word to Shirley Caesar. And to just think that he did that as a hobby. Mm. You know, the, the athlete, he removed his head and put on a baby head on top of him. Experimenting. Right. Yeah. On, on real people. On... on <laughs> I I just was just um, taken back by that. Yeah, that was that was pretty uh, interesting, but but to know that 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 really has happened in real life. Correct. Yeah. They don't talk about it in history books. They hide it way deep in the back. But to know that that really happened and has happened to African Americans is crazy. The relevance of it is 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 ridiculous. It is. I think for me thus far, my favorite episode was um, week before last. You know, Whitey on the Moon. Oh yeah. I think that I think that whole episode would have me tripped out. Like I couldn't figure out if it was really Jonathan in the room with Journey, or if it was a ghost, mm-hmm. you know, or spirit. I couldn't figure that out. How they all had them in different rooms, and yet the guests were in there looking at them through the. Like a translucent type mm-hmm. of um, wall. So like get out. Right. I was just type feel. tripped yeah. out. And just for him to be a descendant of. A slave master. Man. And seeing his ancestor just standing there pregnant. While Whitey on the Moon was being played. I was just blown. Yeah. it was. That was an amazing scene. It was. And the fire happening again. And then. His ancestor running and him running behind his ancestor, and she kind of yeah, she made it brought out. him out to yeah. safety. I mean, whew, the entire scene, the entire show was just phenomenal. Jordan Peele has done it again. J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams as well, but Jordan Peele mm-hmm. is on there. You're right. Yeah, they, You're they, right. they, they, they have They've done, done, done that job. again. Yeah. 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 But lastly, marriage boot camp. Oh, hip hop edition oh. season finale. <sighs> if you've seen the blogs, you've been on social media. The biggest thing right now is Tahiri and, and Joe Button. And Joe Button. No, Joe Button is not on the show, but they have ran with the narrative of women being abused. This woman empowerment thing, which I have no issue with, but they're abusing it, in my opinion. It's a woman's empowerment thing. It's women's, women's empowerment, period. Excuse me. Okay. Women empowerment. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But I just feel as though if you've, seen, if you've seen the show, you've seen where Tahiri was yanked up by her boyfriend on the show uh rapper Vado but prior to that she threw two apples at his head which enticed everything so after that happened he was removed to another facility after what happened after you skipped a whole oh, scene I'm so sorry what, the let apples me, let me, happened let me, first let me backtrack she threw apples at him mm-hmm. they at had his a, at his head 
They came to a sit down. She with was the asked, entire group. With the entire group. They they she was asked a question. She responded. While she was responding, Vado gets up and yanks her by the by the collar. Correct. They separate them, then he gets moved to another facility. Correct. Do I agree with men putting their hands on women? No. Do I agree with women putting their hands on men? No. But the fact that the network allowed Tahiri to run with that narrative and not making her accept accountability for what she did, I can't agree with that. Well, not only the network allowed her, but the network themselves did that. Yes, they did. Tahiri should have been held accountable and Vado as well. I agree with They that. were both physically abusive towards the other. Well, they held Vado accountable, and he and he. They he both took should have been right. Um, right, but Tahir should have as well. So they both right. should have been held accountable. Right. And they didn't do that. And like you're saying, they spent the narrative to make it look like she was the victim. And I feel like this show, this scene came out at the worst time possible for her. Because now you have this whole Joe Budden thing going on, drama going on. And while she's trying to smear his name, she ends up now looking crazy because she's also on TV abusing a man and playing victim. And a lot of people don't agree with how they handle it. No, not at all. So now her image looks a little smeared. Because how can we believe you if we're now, we just saw you on TV two weeks ago. Throwing apples hard at at a man's head and now claiming victim. Saying, I don't know what I did. I didn't do anything. So during the finale, she sprinkled the apples in there in her to, speech. To say that you should have threw something back at me. She, you should have threw apples back. That right there shows proof that she herself is toxic. Yeah, the um, lie detector test said that. That she accepts abuse in relationships. It's the norm for her. And she has shown us that now. Yep. You know, so for Joe Budden's case, unless they have another female or two or three come out and say, I'm a victim of abuse by Joe Budden, I think he might be okay. For a minute, I thought he was going to get canceled. It's not over yet, though. Right. You know, I am kind of conspiracy theorist. So I do feel like he's doing a lot of talking, a lot of name dropping with Spotify. True. And if they want to cancel someone, they can cancel them. Yeah, you are. They got the power too. They do. The powers that be. They do. So. I hope that he doesn't get canceled. But you know, in culture... In our culture, we're quick to counsel people, but the powers that be also do have also do play a factor. They do, but let's not erase that Joe was a known drug addict. That's true, and he's admitted it. He has. Let's not act like he probably never had a violent outbreak. True. That's true. So let's not act like he was a clean guy and perfect by the book always. Oh, no, no, no. We're not saying that at all. But, you know, we listen to his podcast today. Uh, But for him to, you know, definitely say that 
Tahiri did abuse him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's even bold on his behalf because a lot of men don't talk about being abused by women because they are, or we are as men, looked at as less than or we're weak when a lot of men don't act when women uh, when women hit them or assault them. You're right. And like you said, I think that topic should be mentioned more because we don't hear that narrative. And women can be just as abusive as men. That's very true. Very true. But this drama with Joe Budden and Charlemagne and academics, it's getting really messy. And I actually enjoy watching it all unfold <laughs> and unravel because... What Joe is saying isn't a lie with Charlemagne. He works for someone else. You know, he's he's having a show come out soon on Comedy Central. So he's collecting bags steadily. And he also has his own allegations out there from years ago. Correct. Okay. Uh, From years ago, though. But he's still on the come up. But he doesn't own anything. Well, he he he's an author. He he owns a couple of smaller ventures, but the Breakfast Club isn't owned by Charlemagne and the yeah, Angela. That's our heart radio. Correct. You know, Comedy Central is MTV show. Um, so I get that Joe is saying you need to have ownership in what you're doing, and I get academics coming at Rory and Maul. <laughs> They're saying, "How can you have a voice and you don't even own the show that you're on? You're an employee of Joe Budden." <laughs> But academics, he's petty. He's True. he's trolling. I think six nine gave him some tips. Probably so. You know, on on how to troll. Clown dude. <laughs> Hold up now. Clown. I think he's entertaining as well. Yeah, clown. That's yeah. what clowns do. They entertain. You're right. You're right. I think, I think Ak is trolling. But I think there's really some valuable lessons that could be learned and also taught. While just watching the two of them go back, you know, we'll see who picks up Joe Budden's podcast if he and Spotify will negotiate within the next few days because his last episode is coming to an end. I believe it's actually, um, what you want to call it, next week or this upcoming week is his last week on air on Spotify. So, um, we'll see. I, I listen to him on Spotify, we listen to him on Spotify. Yeah. So I'm very curious at knowing where he's going to go next. Will he just stick to YouTube videos? Will he hop to a different platform? We'll see. Will they offer him more money? He sounds pretty convinced he's going to leave. He stated he doesn't even care about the money. So we'll see. But he is very strong in his opinion. And I admire his self-respect. Like self-worth. He knows what he's worth. He knows his value. He knows what he brings. And like he said, for me to make someone nine figures and for me to only get six of those, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not even a fair trade-off. Not at all. I'm making you all this money and yet I get this little percentage of it. And he still has to pay Rory and Maul. Yep. So, or seven, you know, um, figures but still the point though is making someone else all this money and isn't given what he's actually worth right and i think that's sad but we'll stand by we'll keep watching yeah we will but hey everybody 
that's the end of this to this episode. Please come back next for the next episode. Again, we're your host. I'm your boy Nick. And this is your girl Kay. And you are now about to leave the Millennials Lounge. Peace. Have a blessed one.